welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I am your host, and this is my goddamn podcast. My guest today is Penelope Gazin. Penelope is an amazing artist. She's a multi-hyphenate, as we all have to be nowadays. But you know what's different about Penelope? Penelope is a master at all that she does. Now let me tell you all about her. All right. She's an illustrator. She's an animator a director. She plays drums. She designs lingerie. She's a dancer and is now a member of the LA City Municipal Dance Squad. Uh, Google them if you've not heard of them. Uh, Morgan Spurlock just did a documentary about the LA City Municipal Dance Squad. I believe that he made the documentary before Penelope joined the dance squad, but that's unfortunate for him. Anyway, neither here nor there. Let's get, let's get back on track here. Penelope is a painter, she owns her own business. She makes cool merch that you can check out and buy at PenelopeGazin.etsy.com. She's a former cat owner. And God knows what else I'm forgetting to mention about her. Just fucking Google her, you boneheads. You won't regret it. She's a radical, creative, inspiring, confident go-getter. Let her inspire you to be all that you can be. I mean, I'm telling you, when I was like doing all the research on her, I was like, oh, what? She does what now? Oh, uh, what? Oh, my God. I- I got to rise to the occasion. I got to be better. I've got all these things that I've been putting on the back burner that I want to get to. But look at Penelope Gazin getting to all the stuff. She doesn't even have a back burner. I mean, maybe she does. And my God, if she does, I've got to relax. Anyway, I'm just excited because I've met her. We bonded. We had a great conversation. And now I have her phone number and I can text her whenever I want. Okay? Don't be jealous. Um, And I have to say that I'm so completely thankful to my wonderful producer, Aristotle, because he's the one who orchestrated this entire epic girl date. All right. And Penelope brought me presents. So now I'm totally spoiled. I'm a bigger monster than usual. Future guests uh, on the Love Alexi podcast are going to have to, you know, rise to the occasion. They're going to have they're going to have a lot to live up to because the bar has been raised. Um, What do we talk about? Holy fucking shit. Penelope and I talk about a million things. We talk about Cal Arts, Pixar, gifts, 69ing, bands, dating, relationship, uh, relationships, uh, how she is not dating her brother, Nick Gazin, editor advice. How dare you even suggest that, you fucking creep? Uh, we talk about doing exactly what you want to do, being madly in love with yourself, how style-wise, comfort is key. We talk about Keds, sex against the tree, work, love, the delicate dance of you know, dating and texting. We talk about uh, her parasitic twin that uh, she had removed from her body when she was much younger. Uh, Or did that really happen? We talk about virginity and poison oak, Christopher Lloyd, how love is a choice, the false stories we tell ourselves, Daniel Johnston, drumming, Travis Barker, less history equaling more mystery, the strength and vulnerability, and so much more. Follow her on Instagram. Follow her on Twitter at Penelope Gazin, uh, and I just want to say, for my own selfish needs, if you like the Love Alexi podcast, if it makes you happy, laugh, learn stuff, feel less alone, or whatever, please subscribe on iTunes, leave a comment, rate the show. Uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again, it seems like a totally boring, unnecessary thing to do, but I promise it'll really help the show grow so, uh, so I can keep doing it. And uh, you can keep listening to it. I think you and I should be friends on all social media. Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, at Alexi Wasser. Send emails to the show at dearlovealexi at gmail.com. You can leave a voicemail for me at area code 707 
8920440 and uh now i'm going to shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my fun deep interesting tangential conversation with my new cool friend artist penelope gazen now entering nerdist.com Cold. How are you doing? Hi, I'm Alexis. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. All right, oh, well, come sit down, down okay. here. Oh my god. How was your morning? What happened? <laughs> um, my, my printmaker, who I'm doing a line of lingerie for some reason. Oh, you are? Oh, you know Aristotle. Yeah. You guys, how do you guys know each other? I don't know. Uh, I knew of your work, uh, and then I think it was the Peanut Show. Oh, did my brother design time. that shirt? Might have. I don't know who designed it, but I I bought it from the tour. Oh, wow. Let me look at it real close. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, yeah, that's got to be my brother's right? Oh, man. Oh, this is going to be great. Oh, my God. Well, sit down. Thank you for doing this. This <laughs> yeah, is great. Thank Wait, you. So what happened? Your production, what? Oh, um, the girl who's, am I on? Am I yeah, being... we're recording. We're, oh we we record immediately. Plus, we want to get us, we want to get as much <laughs> out of you as possible. Yeah, yeah, if you want, whatever you want to do. Okay. I like having it, it's official. So, I've never met you before. Oh, can I hear it? Oh, yes. Hello. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Very sexy and salty. We're starting a band right now, by the way. I, I hope you, I mean, you know, I didn't, you don't know that, but that's what's happening. Um, no, this is great because this is like, this is like a girl date, like a blind girl date I that know. Aristotle orchestrated, which is very <laughs> exciting. And uh, I did all this research on you, which I like, was doing out this to you this morning too. Me? Yeah. To me? Really? Yeah. Oh my well, god. Well, just like I half an hour, I was just like, okay. Oh my god. Okay. Well, because I feel like we have so many mutual friends, and then I was talking about you with Aristotle, and I looked at your Instagram, and so I just did all this research, and then I got super inspired just like researching you because I was like, who's this cool young amazing girl who's doing all this cool shit and this multi hyphenate? Like, anyway. But okay, finish the story first. Cause I don't want to get too tangential too quick. Okay. Okay. So yeah, she just my pr- my pattern maker came over and I just tried on the bra. Very sexy. And it's almost done. Okay. And um, they have like little eyeballs embroidered into the little bralette. Oh really? And so I got to see that for the first time. If I wear one, will you be able to see it through my t-shirt? Will there be like texture of the eyeballs? A little bit. A yes. little bit. That's okay. But I also guessing. offer the option without the eyeballs. Oh well, is that like the bondage one I saw on your Instagram yeah. with the black crisscross? Oh, what yeah. what got you into that? I just was like, oh, I want something kind of bondagey, but I also want to like not feel strangled all the time yeah by like leather and buckles so <laughs> i was like because i need everything to be so comfortable i ha- like my your whole my rules for wearing clothes is can i fall asleep in this oh that's great i know i don't wear heels i don't really like wearing heels do you yeah. wear heels ever no yeah i like wearing keds and i wear like i like uh like sandals <laughs> casual sandals so i can just get out of my house I always have a pedicure and <laughs> keds so i can like run from a predator and because keds are like so cute i feel like um <laughs> god so, so okay so let's like set the stage and okay. tell everybody who you are. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, all the things you do. Let me see. I'll probably fuck it up. Okay. Let me see. You are in. Wait. So you are an illustrator, mm-hmm. animator, mm-hmm. clothing designer, and uh, newly, uh, new, yes. newly clothing. You're in a. You play drums. Yes. You're in a band. Is it? You still have a band called Sandwich. 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 Yeah. Oh, there's no end. Even better. Oh my god. <laughs> thank God. We're here to like you know clear up all the uh, misinterpreta- misinterpretations of you. Okay. So uh, Sandwich. That band is still together. Yeah. That's with your best friend Natalie. Natalie and James. My other. Oh yeah, Natalie James. She's also an animator. Shout out. Yeah. Um, and then my other new best friend. Well, no, sh- actually, Kate is not my new best friend, but she's a new member of the group. Oh, what? So my you- other friend Kate Dwyer is now also playing bass. With us. She plays bass. You play drums. Yes. And then Natalie sings. Well, we actually all sing. You all sing. Yeah. Okay. So now it's just like ultimate best friend. 
amazing Trinity. band. Amazing yeah. Trinity of uh, fantastic women doing cool stuff. Okay, wait, so let me just get out of my own way here. If we're at a party, we're at a hell, uh, L.A. Tinseltown-esque party. Yeah, do what you want with the mic. Put it where it <laughs> serves you the best. Um, if I were to come up to you and ask you that cliche, horrible question, oh, what do you do? Which, like, people hate that question, but I think it's like... Relax. That question is fine because you yeah. do all these you do all these cool things yeah. that people that you like doing. Yeah. So when I ask you that, and that's how I live my life, uh, which is like a luxury, nice thing to be like doing all these things that interest you. Uh, but people get so bitter and angry when you ask. I like, actually get kind of relieved when you get asked. Yeah. Me too, because I'm like, I want to talk about it because I, I like, love it. Yeah, I like to be defined by what I do. Me. Two. Yeah. Thank God we met. Okay. <laughs> okay. And now we're getting somewhere. Which I don't know if that's a good thing, but no. But I mean, why? Why isn't it a good thing? Let's yeah. explore that for two seconds. Why? Why would it be a bad thing? <sighs> yeah. I don't doesn't, know. It doesn't mean you have to. You can be an asshole because I guess yeah. you, should, you should be defined by if you're kind and have good morals or whatever. I, but I, 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 that's that's good stuff too. But oh, thank you. But there's your free water. But. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I for a long time I was having trouble. I you know, I have this great group of friends, but when I first got to LA, I was like having a hard time finding people. Like I met people, I was like, "Oh wow, these people do really cool stuff, but they're all kind of terrible people and yeah. mean and like miserable." And then I'd find people who were like really nice and happy and good people, and then I was like, "But they don't do anything. They don't inspire me." Yeah, so I finally found the balance of both, but yeah. it took a little bit. That is so important. Yes, thank God. We finally we touched on it again cuz it doesn't mean you can be a fucking asshole yeah. who's doing stuff or successful or whatever it just means yeah be a cool kind person people want to be near but also inspire your inspire. friends all my friends are people who do things that make me want to be better yeah make me go oh wow you're doing that oh fuck i gotta get back to the that makes me want to go write something or make something yeah all right so we're at this hollywood party okay. i'm gonna ask you a question that you don't mind me asking okay um so like what do you do like how do you spend your days like tell me all the stuff um even though I like that question, I still oh, never Jesus. really know how to answer it. <laughs> Penelope. I'm, I'll, I'll usually just say I'm an artist. Just tell the listeners. Tell me and everybody. Okay. I mean, I so I'll say I'm an artist, but I also sort of hate saying that because to me that implies like, oh, my daddy's rich and I just hang out and like pretend I make art because unfortunately I do know a lot of people who are like, I'm an artist. Me but too. it's like. Are you? Uh, really? <laughs> Must be nice. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm an artist. And and all the things that go with it tell me all the stuff. Like drums for, you played drums yeah. for Daniel Johnson the other day. Yeah. Uh, you're on the only, I mean, just, like, tell, tell me the stuff so I don't um, fuck it up. I usually will, I'll, I'll usually say, like, I used to work in animation, but now I'm just sort of running my own business. And I have gallery shows sometimes, so I, I like to paint a lot. And, um, and I make merchandise that I sell in my shop. And so where's the shop? It's an Etsy store? It's an Etsy store. And it's, but not for long. But no. I'm, uh, I actually have a business partner and we're about to launch a new website that we've been working on for a year. Exclusive. I know. Amazing. We've been, we've been kind of teasing it, but it's like really close. And basically it's, um, it's really similar to Etsy and we like kind of built it from scratch and but it's like but it's for artists and you have to be asked to be on it and oh you have very cool really good artists on it oh wow who's on it well we have an exclusive pin from gary panter who's aristotle's nodding yeah. hard he, he nodding was like real the, hard. The, he was like the artist for Wee's playhouse oh my god we have nick thorburn from islands yeah we oh, have... he—he's an artist. Yeah, he which, draws stuff. That's the thing is, he's a great artist. I didn't know that. Are, yeah, we got to get him on the podcast. I know. Or so we're selling some out. prints. Okay. Um, and then we have some like really famous people like um, uh, Sarah Lyons, 
Mel Stringer. Uh, I'm I'm blanking. We have a hundred artists. Yeah, but there's a lot, and they're all like really good, yeah. professional people who sell amazing stuff. So they'll be selling stuff on this official website that's no longer just going to be your Etsy store. That was Penelope Meatloaf. Is that what it, it was? was? Penelope Meatloaf, and then my cat died, who was named Meatloaf. So oh, I was like, no, I'm I was sorry. Like, it's, oh, it's okay. I have a kitty too. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then so I was just like, I'm going to take off the Meatloaf because then for a long time people were calling me Penelope Meatloaf and they thought that was my artist name which is very confusing I almost did that yeah I was like what are you here yeah but it was so I was like I need to get rid of that because it's supposed to be Penelope and then meet my cat Meatloaf so it wasn't clear so I was just like I'm just gonna go by my name like a, a big girl I thought you had a, it was your URL like a long time ago your like AOL screen yeah, name or something. What's funny is that it, it became my company name for a long time and it was actually like my second grade AIM screen name. Oh, um, you had a you had an an AIM screen name in second grade or sixth grade or something. Second yeah, grade. I did all oh, this it research. Must have I'm been sorry. Fourth grade. I've been stalking. It must have been fourth grade. And then I you guess. brought you brought it over to your eBay account. Yeah, and then my eBay account. That's like how Nasty Gal started. That that was like yeah. Sophia Maruso's uh, you know eBay name, and then yeah. she's like, well, I guess this is my my business. <laughs> Yeah. And that was me originally just me buying on um, eBay, just yeah. buying vintage clothes. And then I eventually was selling. And then it's just like, so it was, it was an accidental company name. So when is this website launched so, and people can go to the website and then buy these people's art? Yeah. Oh, and my it's, God. It's, it's very similar to Etsy in that people sort of manage their own shops. But it's just everything's really good. And wow. there's no censorship because Etsy shut down my shop why? Multiple occasions. One was because I was selling a figure drawing that had like a little bit of pubic hair. Oh my God. And they were bummed. Yeah. And what was weird was they shut it down and they wouldn't tell me what the issue was with. And so I like, you know, I went in, I put sensors over every single nip in the entire thing. Oh my thing. God. That's nice of you. I, I wouldn't even have done that. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, I had to, to get my shop up and running yeah. uh, again. And then they're like, sorry, like you still didn't get the thing in question. I was like, can you just tell me what it is? So then they told me and I was like, Wow. And so I, I literally wrote to them. I was like, okay, great. I'll make sure that I uh, draw all my women in burkas from now Seriously. on. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank God they finally told you, though. It's like, no, yeah. it's like they're going to. Uh, I mean, they just shut my shop down. I lost like my income for that week. And, oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they haven't messed with me in like a couple years, but there was like a thing where it was like every six months they were doing something. So your income is primarily, because I'm still at the party trying to get you to tell me all the stuff you do, but. So you, where did you go to college? Yale? I studied animation. No, my mom actually went to Yale. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't know who told me that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I studied animation at CalArts. Oh, wow. Okay. Institute of the Arts, which is Disney's animation school. But I dropped out, so I never graduated. Wait, CalArts is Disney's animation school? Yeah, that's how it was originally started. I can't believe that. I had no idea. That's where Pixar was created. Are you at CalArts? Mm-hmm. By who? Uh, John Lasseter. Oh, my God. And like they have that like little secret thing that in every um, movie they put in... Like that letter, it's something like A three, one. I don't know. It's some. It's some number, and it's like always on a license plate. They always sneak it in, and that's because that was the animation room that um, Pixar was created in at CalArts. Wait, and who will put it where on a license plate? Why? Well, they, they, they like hide it in every Pixar movie. So I like. I know in Toast, Toy Story, they have it on the license plate. Oh my god! In like another movie, they like have it as like a room number. Like they always sneak it in. Oh my have god! You, have you heard about this thing? We are learning cool stuff thanks to Aristotle making this happen today. Do you remember what it actually? It's like A three hundred two or something like that. We're looking it up. Professional podcast style. <laughs> Incredible. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you went you dropped out you dropped out of CalArts. How come you dropped yeah, out? It was got too expensive. Oh wow. But also, I mean, it is really expensive, but you're almost just going to be around the other incredibly talented people. Like 
all my classmates have like Cartoon Network shows that yeah. are at Pixar. And, and you know Kent Osborne. Yeah. He said he was just hanging out with you. I was like, what should I ask Penelope? And then he didn't offer any questions, but he was like, I just hung out with her. And I was He bought like, one of my paintings. He did? Yeah, a long time ago. For how much? Don't tell us, but tell me. Um, you don't have to say it on the air, actually. That's, you shouldn't was, do that to yourself. You should keep yourself. It was $369. $369. I, all my numbers are have 666-69-420. Oh, really? Even if it's like $500.69. Do you... Do you like 69ing and smoking weed? I really do. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. I got to get more into 69ing again. Oh, the thing, the trick is you do it on your side. People are always like, I don't get it. Like, that's not I'll do it on my side. I'll do it you on can, my side. It's, you can do it really comfortable. You got to um. do it on your side because you can like literally like be 69ing and half asleep. I, uh, I've done it on my side. I've done it on top. I've done it below. Except <laughs> inside out. <laughs> I'll do it again. Is what I'm saying. Oh my god. And uh, all right. So you. Draw, I, I dated a guy who went to CalArts who like he got into CalArts by mailing himself to CalArts in a box. Have you heard about this guy? <gasps> that's amazing. Yeah. No, that's how he I got into the it. school. He yeah, like, no, mailed himself. That yeah. would get you into CalArts. Yeah. Um. My God. Uh. God. What are all the things I want to ask you? Okay. So. That's and then you worked for Fox for a bit, right? Yeah. And what were you? You're. you're I was the doing gift gi- girl. Doing gift. Wait, can I ask you how old you are? You don't have to answer. If you I'm want 26. To. You're 26. Look at you, living your life. You're adorable. Oh, thank you're you. fashion forward, super chic, beautiful, effortlessly chic. No makeup on, right? Oh, I'm wearing a little makeup. A little. It's like the, it's like the. It's like I'm not wearing makeup. Yeah, totally. It's like yeah. it looks like I'm not wearing makeup, but we're totally wearing makeup. Um, <laughs> that's the makeup I prefer, actually. Um, wait, are you dating anyone? I. You don't have to answer anything. But no, like, just, no. Just I me. honestly, I, I like being pretty honest. There aren't a lot okay. of things that I'm just like, ooh, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, so if you, you don't want to tell me, just go. I don't want to talk about that. Things. I, I'm kind of dating someone who's like amazing, but, <laughs> I, but I can't commit to him. Why? Because I'm a little bit of a commitment phobe. You are? How yeah. come? Because I, I, w- I, I want to be a commitment phobe. <laughs> I, I actually was reading a lot of your dating advice and I was like, yes, yes, yes. What was I saying? Uh, like just stuff about uh yeah exactly wanting Good to stuff. like the, what it was like wanting the how you you were being a single person like your approach to being single and oh yeah how you didn't have time to like be like oh what do you want to eat right now i don't know what do you want to eat I like know. just that kind of stuff like I, I really hate that stuff yeah it's interesting i'm dating someone now and it's uh yeah it's <laughs> you have to want to do it you have yeah. to want to there are a lot of things that go along with dating that are like you have to rise to the occasion and like work on yourself because of all the things that might be wrong with i'm talking about me but i'm going to use the word yeah yeah yeah. like oh my god oh wow i'm insecure about this thing i've got to work on that because i can see it more clearly because i'm reflected in someone else's eyes it's like it requires an internal work Mm -hmm. sometimes i'm like i don't want to do the internal work (laughs) i want to like i want to binge eat at home yeah pick at my face yeah (laughs) not have to worry about being pretty or good for someone even though you don't have to do that for another person but then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I've got to be naked in front of this person. Yeah. I would like to feel sexy and confident. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so you're dating an amazing person. Yeah. Okay. I call him my half boyfriend. Oh, wow. To his face? Yes. Oh, funny. He's amazing and patient and just like, you know. Is he crazy about you? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. So what- I mean, honestly, he might be the man that I like have my babies with in like five years, but yeah. I just feel like I'm so... I just am, I just like going out into the world on my own and I still feel like I'm discovering and like my life is just kind of zooming ahead and to be in a relationship feels like it would like make me have to settle down or, or, or get to a even place. Could you zoom ahead with him? 
Um, potentially. Yeah. Is he an artist also? Yeah, he is. But you're like better though, right? No, You're like cooler. He sucks. He's a different (laughs) kind of artist, but he's like really successful and really talented. Is he older? Only, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. He's 31. Well, that's not bad. Yeah. That's great. Oh, man. All right. So you have a a half boyfriend. He's a great dude. You have uh, you have room for another half boyfriend. <laughs> All right. People. Honestly, it's more just that like I like to go to parties and flirt. I like to go on first dates. Yeah. Like I have no interest in sleeping with anyone else because for me it's like sleeping with someone is for like love only. Oh really? Which is kind of an old fashioned. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's really nice. Well, to me, it's just like sex with someone you only half like is just like I don't want to have any mediocre sex. I just want to have the best sex. Yeah, that's a good point. And oh, you can only have the best sex with Somebody someone who- you're like wow. I I kind of love this person. Yeah, I kind of love this person. <laughs> I kind of love it. Are you in love with this person? Um. Oh my god, I, we don't have to talk. No, about this. it's okay. Okay. I I love him. I don't tell him. He tells me sometimes. <sighs> I don't really ever tell him. Yeah. But I have a lot of love for him. You have love for him. Yeah. But you're not yet in love with him. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever been like madly in love with you someone. Really? I don't. Yeah. I don't but know. Sounds like you're madly in love with yourself though, in a good way, in a good I healthy know. way. No, you no. are though, right? Yeah. No. That's I think great. to be an artist, it's like. Weird. Yeah, you're in your head. You're making your stuff. Yeah. You got shit to do. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask you. That was one of my questions. Like, uh, I know we're already tangential. That's fine. I like the direction we're oh, going okay. in. Um, <laughs> this feels right. <laughs> um, I feel like, uh, yeah, I was gonna ask you about balancing. Really, how do you balance like a relationship? If you were, if you were to tell me you were in a relationship, I was gonna ask you how do you balance that with working because I always find that's difficult to do. Sometimes it's easy because you feel like I'm grounded in this person. I feel solid. And mm-hmm. it makes so you don't have to like, you're not out in the prowl, like looking for love. Cause I feel like the two most important things in life are like being in love. Yeah. And then doing something that you are, you yeah. love doing. Like Fulfilled. you're, yeah, that fulfills you. And yeah. So and then I, balancing the two. I'm kind of a stubborn little bitch and I kind of do things my way and yeah. on my schedule. And so if I'm just like, oh, I can't see you for a week, I'm working on all this stuff. He kind of, the person I'm dating just sort of has to deal with it. Yeah. God, you sound like me. (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking about how, because I actually, a lot of friends come to me for advice because it's not that I like to play games or manipulate people at all. I just potentially know how to do it. It's not something I enjoy doing, but like in positive ways, not in, it sounds kind of crazy, but if someone's like, what should I text this person? I always am like, I know exactly even my brother asked me sometimes, like, what should I text this girl? Um, oh, is he single? Yeah, I think he is single. How tall is your brother? He's my height. How tall are you? 5'7". Oh, forget it. I mean, he sounds great. Nick Gazin, we yeah. got some questions. He submitted some questions for you today. Oh, he did? <laughs> yes, he did. Oh. We will get to them in a moment. He is so charming. He gets the hottest girls I bet he does. <laughs> oh, my God. So I read this. I, have, I did research at Copious Notes and all oh, this stuff. Wow. We'll get to his questions in a moment. So, yeah, he asked you questions. What questions does he ask? Oh, t- oh no, he didn't ask me quite. No, like about girls. Like he'll text you. Oh, he's going like, back well, what? He's like, oh, this chick is really cool. Like we've been talking. I like really admire her. Like, how do I kind of get out of the friend zone, or like, or am I texting her too much? And so I was, you know, they were they were talking a lot back and forth. And I always said, um, you're texting her a little bit more than she's texting you. Always text about this, just even from a visual standpoint. Always have it be a little bit balanced. Yeah. Which is maybe an obvious one, or maybe it's it's not obvious to it's some It's not people. obvious to a lot of people who are like stream of consciousness, like bam, bam, yeah. bam, chunky, chunky, chunky. Yeah. But if someone's answering with one sentences and you're answering with paragraphs, then it's like chunky you need text. to cool it down. Yeah. Something's not balanced. Oh, it's God. all about the dance and keeping things very even. The dance. Is it a lot of, but is it ego too? 
Is it like coming from like a little, a yeah, little, but sort of like slowly getting to know someone and feel it's about feeling someone out and listening to them and like seeing what their boundaries are. And, you know, when someone just comes at you and is just like, this is, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're not sensing you. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm kind of uncomfortable by this. You know, it's just, yeah, it's about hearing and looking and vibing, vibing. Um, is he your only brother? I have a middle brother. Oh, who cares about that guy though? Yeah. Nobody cares. About no, who is this guy? So you got wait, you got Nick that you're talking about. Nick, yeah, five, Nick Gazin, five seven. He's the art editor at Vice. Yes. Okay. And, and he, he did the art for the Run the Jewels album. Those hands. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, I'm acting like is that Jay Z? No, that's Ka- um, Kanye. <laughs> no, no, no. That's <laughs> what's that's Run the, the Jewels? Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Yeah. Run the Jewels. Yeah. Just uh, let's edit that part out where I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> And then just kidding. <laughs> he also did a bunch of uh, album covers for Waves. Okay. And a bunch of art for Waves. Uh, Aristotle's he, wearing a Waves t-shirt today. And that's yeah. why it's all coming full the circle. The Gazins are like, we're, we're good buds with Waves. He's a nice guy. Oh, wow. Now, how... So you play drums. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. What else do I want to talk about? You stopped working at Fox. Why? Um... I'm wondering if I should. Oh, don't. Don't ruin your life in any way while on this podcast. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> We're here to explore you. It's like a love letter to you. Yeah. We're examining you. I actually I, I actually loved working at Fox. I kind of had the my animation dream job, which I wasn't expecting to get yeah. kind of right off really early on because I basically just got to, they put me in a room with like two other amazing animators and they're just like, hey, animate whatever you want today. I mean, sometimes they'd give us perimeters and we have to, to, to do something like pop culture based. But for the most part, they'd be like, we like what you do. Do whatever you want. We're going to post it on our Instagram and our Tumblr. Oh, and then they would also air it. During they, shows, right? Yeah, they would air it every Saturday night. That's cool. It was like an introduction to the block. So I have had animation on TV and snuck some weird stuff in there that oh, nobody noticed. Very cool. <laughs> oh, man. So I was just like, this is kind of the dream. Um, but yeah. So I love. I really loved working there in a lot of ways, but I was. I had so many other things going on, and um, it was kind of consuming my entire life. So I needed more time for other things. So how do you primarily make a living? Is it just selling your art, or is mostly it- selling uh, like pins and stuff on Etsy? Oh, really? Yeah. So wait, where do we? Where do people go to find your pins and your work? That's so they can buy stuff. And there's clothes, no- right? Well, new, newly, yeah. I actually brought you a bunch of presents. You did? Oh my god! I can't believe it. <laughs> this is the coolest day of all of our lives. <laughs> all of our lives. <laughs> By all of our okay, lives. First my of all, life. I have to like. It's going to take me like ten minutes. Oh. Watch out for your glasses. I don't want them to get oh, scratched. It's okay. Oh my god. Okay. This. Oh. Okay. This seemed appropriate. Oh. My There's God. There's a bunch of stuff in here. Death threats and love letters. This yeah. is amazing. So these are the pencils that. Okay. Uh, Penelope has just given me. Uh, uh, pencils that read death threats and love letters. So I will only write my death threats and love letters with these pencils. Yep. Oh, this is so fucking cool. Oh my god. This is. A, are you on Snapchat? No. Oh my god. Why I not? I didn't even know this was a thing until I I uh, joined the LA City Municipal Dance Squad because they're all Snapchatting all the time, and I don't. I think I apparently have a Snapchat account, but you got to start using it. This I is my present. My it. present from Penelope Gaze, and this is so beautiful and lucky. Death threats and love letters. Oh, my God. And then I have... Oh, should I do it one by one? Oh, yeah. Brought multiples. Oh, my goodness. Dead inside. Okay, so Penelope just gave me a pen that she made. It's purple. It's pink. These are two of my favorite colors. Uh, and it says dead inside. And the ink is red. And the ink simulate is, blood. Oh, my God. So, wait, tell me what... like. What are you trying to say and do with your art? I mean, it seems like a dumb question. I'm just learning no, how to interview people. Um, <laughs> I love 
have this pen. Thank you. I'm a writer and I will write with these things. Awesome. And then I have all these pins. Oh my God, give me all these pins, you jerk. Just kidding. (laughs) Hand them over. Oh my God. Crazy for you. Um, I come from outer space. Come is spelled C-U-M. Oh my God, look how beautiful. This is really packaged nicely. And you can, how much are these pins on your I sell them for $12. $12 each? Yeah. 10, 20, 30, 40, 2, 4, 6, $48 are to free merchandise. (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. Hold on. And then, wait. Oh, that one actually, that one's moves. You can actually spin it. Oh my God. Oh, so it says spin the bottle. Oh my God. You give me a spin the bottle pin. I can take this to parties. Yeah, exactly. Like it actually works. Wait, why are there two? Are these earrings? Wait, what's happening? No, there? it's it's to keep it so that when you spin the bottle, the, the pin itself doesn't spin. So oh. it stays steady. Holy shit. You guys run Don't Walk to Penelope Gason's <laughs> Etsy uh, website page. Penelope Gason.etsy.com. You won't regret it. <laughs> cha cha. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you so much for all yeah. of it. I feel like I have to. I think, I mean, I'm not going to tell you. You, don't, you do whatever you want to do. None of my business. I'm addicted to Snapchat because we have mutual friends and uh, Angela Trimber is on the LA Municipal yeah. Dance. LA City Municipal. LA City Municipal Dance Squad. Dance Squad. Yeah. It's another venture. I don't know. It's another thing that you're a part of. We'll yeah. talk about it in, in two seconds. But, you know, everybody is on Snapchat. I and I feel like I was bullied to be on Snapchat. And now I am addicted. Oh my god! Look at this. Sorry. So, I, so right now during the podcast, I am Snapchatting. Yeah. Oh, so you know how to do it? I, I like aim the camera at Penelope, and she she lit right up. All right. Cool. So I did my work for today. Um, okay. So, uh, God. So we got we got the art stuff. We got the Fox stuff. Cal Arts. Living your life. Dating a dude. Running the show in that situation. Um. Oh God. I'm trying not to talk about my dating life because I feel no, like no. I. I found a lot of your insights <clears throat> actually really interesting because normally I feel like I talk to people and they're just like I texted him 10 times and he hasn't responded but it's Should all I text mean. him again <laughs> totally. and you're like no and it's just, sometimes I just have people who's like you're driving me crazy like yeah so I actually I thought you had a really good approach I know that I, I found very similar to my own in a lot of ways well I feel so similar to you and right now I am in a totally different situation and I am aware of this chunk of the podcast because I might have to, uh, have to end up uh, telling Aristotle to cut it out because this is what I struggle with. Okay. And I'll prob- I'm sure I'll leave it in, actually. But uh, <laughs> just reflecting on this, I'm dating – I'm going out of my comfort zone so uh, extreme right now mm-hmm. in my dating life right now. Uh, met a dude on an app. Okay. He is – uh, not no. He's a wonderful, kind guy, but he's unlike any guy I've ever dated. He's mm-hmm. like healthy, has no darkness. He's not really an artist. He's a, he's just different from me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm used to like musicians and artists and yeah. weirdos, and I feel like I'm a weirdo. Or I look a certain way. I have this whole story I've I've built that I tell tell myself, which I think is like pretty right on, but also like could be complete bullshit of like about what I look like and who I'm supposed to be with and what type yeah. of person. And what type of people like you. And what type of people are attracted to me and all this stuff. So I'm dating a guy who is super kind, really handsome, uh, like movie star handsome, like, and I want to I want to stop calling him like normal dude because like that's insulting because he's yeah. not. He's like a wonderful person. He just doesn't have that like angsty, weird musician artist yeah. angst, which I like feel very comfortable in. Because I feel like that leaves room for like understanding from my me being like that. Mm-hmm. So with him, I'm like really trying to like rise to the occasion and 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 like stop all the potential false stories I tell myself about like oh he's not really attracted to me or this is wrong or blah blah or 
I know I'm rambling. So, no, no. So I'm trying to. Does he excite you? Though? Well, I'm. Well, there's a, a two-part answer to that. I'm trying to push all these, uh, all this chatter in my brain away, so mm-hmm. I can actually see him clearly to go. How do I feel about him? Yeah. You know. Yes, he's handsome. He's very kind. Right now, I'm using this as an experiment to like be less insecure. Mm-hmm. Stop with the weird chatter. Stop doing things that I usually do in relationships, which is like I test a guy, I see much how, how much he can take, and like try to push him away and do all these preemptive strikes. So he doesn't like that shit. So mm-hmm. in this relationship, I'm trying to not do that kind of stuff, yeah. which I think is good for me. So whether this not this if this doesn't work out, at least I will have learned how to not be so insane. Yeah, or unhealthy. I don't know if any of that makes sense. No, that totally makes sense. But it is totally different. What's really interesting is. To, it, there have been so many levels of – there have been times where I've dated someone and it was like they just brought out the fucking batshit crazy in me. And then there have been times where I've dated people and I'm like, oh, I'm just like so normal and easy to date with this person. Yeah. So it's funny how there are really you know, different types of men will bring out a different side of yeah, you. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know. Because <laughs> I – I don't know. It's really weird because I'm used to like the freaky, arty musician guy. Sorry, I know I'm just saying these things, but I think you know no, what I, I mean. I, I'm, that's, I'm, that's how I am. I'm used to like having a guy who's like, oh, I like Alexi. She's, I'm into what she's doing. They hook into me and then I feel like, cool, I'm, I'm running the show with this guy. This guy like adores me. He loves me. Yeah. Um, I'm like his dream girl. I'm his fucking dream girl. Yeah. I get it. I feel safe in this. I feel cozy. I feel gorgeous because like we look like, uh, you know, some picture out of some id magazine in the 90s that i romanticize and like yeah. you know like we're both into chloe 70 i don't know why i said that but you know what i mean yeah, yeah, no i totally <laughs> you, get that you know what i mean where it's like we're both i'm gonna just say all this shit so other people can make fun of me but they know what i'm talking about where it's like yeah like we're indie artsy whatever and like it's this romanticized idea that i've curated for myself whatever and then this guy fits right in and makes sense on on paper i've done that that's great i feel like this thing i'm doing right now is like I'm hooking into this dude. He intrigues me because he's so normal. Mm-hmm. He he goes to the gym. He has like an, an eight pack. Like he's like, where's the suit? And I'm like, what is like? He's the freak yeah. to me. He it's like he's not a frat guy. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna tell him not to listen to this. <laughs> this is the most. I've been like, I actually, my therapist was like, please stop talking about your current relationship. <laughs> You're going to ruin it. You've got to protect it. <laughs> and I'm just going off. He is the me to me. Like. He's the freak. So mm-hmm. I, that's what's intriguing to me being like, could I roll with this freak? Even though he's like in a suit. I think like- that potentially could really work in balance for me in the past where I, when I've experimented with that. Yeah, have of- you done that? Have you dated like a like a guy who goes to the gym? Yeah. Who's like- and like a, just a – yeah, I did How did it make- for a little bit. How- what? How did it make you feel? Well, he, he you know, was really interested in me. Because you're like the freaky I, art I girl? thought I was like, oh, he's going to think I'm so weird. But he didn't. He was, like, really respectful and, like, a nice guy. But I eventually just was without the creative element. For me, I just was like, I can't stay interested, even though he's great and sweet. and Yeah. Yeah, I need someone who, like, pushes me creatively. Oh, that's such a good point. that. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I feel like I push myself creatively. Not that you, you do, too. But that's such a good point. Like, I don't know what's going on right now. I'm very confused. I feel like this has, like, been brought into my life as as a challenge for me to be confident and not just feel pretty in the eyes of, like, freaky, artsy dudes. Yeah. For me to be like, oh, I'm going to feel 100% no matter who I'm dating because I should should feel 100% all the time. 
I shouldn't feel 100% like with some people versus another. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. That's where I'm at right now. But normally I'm an expert dater, but now I've thrown myself into this fucking weird curveball. I don't know. It's vortex. probably a really good experience regardless. I'm listening to so many self-help tapes. It's it's embarrassing, <laughs> but I'm still, talk, I'm still talking about it where I'm just like, yeah, like, love yourself. Love yourself. You're enough. <laughs> it's like, it's the chance to re-raise yourself, Alexi. Anyway, thank you for the free pins. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> let, me, let me stop talking about me. Um, all right. This has nothing to do with any of that, but, and I'm, I'm not gushing over the pins enough because this is like, I'm super lucky. This is like crazy. Um. This is a total uh, aside. Is this true you were born with a dead parasitic twin? Is this a lie on the internet? Yeah. You motherfucker. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. (laughs) No, I did another um, interview, actually more recently. I forgot forgot which magazine. Not this one. No, that was actually one of the first interviews I ever did. I know. It was like 213. I'm like a little bit, uh, I was like, I don't know if this is helpful for me. It was, was it the Dazed interview? Because I read something you did for Dazed. Yeah, no, I think you... Aristotle was like, do your research. I was like, I will. So I did because I didn't want him to get mad Honestly, at me. I don't really remember. I, I have... There was like, for some reason last year, I did so many interviews. What? Which I was just like... That's great. Why? Why? I don't know. They've actually... It's, they've kind of slowed. So I haven't been doing as many recently. Well, but you're for a while, now. it was just like one after the other. Um, Here's some Listerine Mint Spray, too, oh, if you want to. I'm addicted. I saw... From your uh, first date video. Oh, my God. You watched that video? Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. I'm going to do it wrong. Okay. <laughs> also, I'm like flinching. I, I blind you. You're never <laughs> able to create art ever again or play drums or anything. <laughs> okay. So that's just like an internet lie that you were born with a dead parasitic twin growing out of the side of your head. Because that seemed like a real cool scoop yeah. that we were going to talk about here. And yeah. you named her Alice and she inspires your art. Yeah. You fucking liar. <laughs> no, I, I lie in like most of my... I can't lie in person, but I can lie via oh, email. Oh, good. Well, it looks like there's a tear stain on your face, too. A tear? Were you, were you... Did you tear up earlier? No. I was like, what's that all about? Let's get the inside scoop to those... I don't know. Those bad boys. Tear stain. Okay. Maybe it was something just... A light on your face. It was, it's your blush or something. Okay. Like, let's just, I ruined my neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... I'm if really, I was driving over here and just had tears yeah. streaming down my face, I would actually admit it. You would have talked about it, yeah. yeah. All right, so you lied about the dead parasitic yeah. twin. There's a lot of weird lies. In, just in general or in my interviews? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't lie in real life, only in interviews, because I guess I think just like all of these questions are so boring. Yeah. All of these, like, I just see artists answer all the same questions. I just start so tearing seriously. up all the. <laughs> Oh, like okay, just kidding. You can pass something. I mean, some of them will be real, and I'll and I'll usually be like, "This is actually a very real story," because there are a couple weird stories that I'm like, "This one's actually real." Yeah, but um, I just try and make the interviews interesting. Oh, I think for American American Art Collector, I did a bunch of lies, um, and they asked me what I would be if I wasn't an artist, and so I said. Either a vet or a stripper named Sarah Vagina. Yeah, and they so they they cut out the stripper part, so they just had it as that I would that I said that I would be a vet if Why? I wasn't an artist. Why would they? You think an art magazine would be like? Well, they're they're like they were kind of an art magazine where I was like, why do they want my art? Because it's kind of very traditional stuff. How do you describe your art? Um, whenever I describe my art to someone, I'm like, God, it sounds like like some really deviant art, crappy like goth girl stuff but i do that a lot of cool i do a lot of pinups and then i do a lot of gore with those pinups and then um but it's not but it's not like in a 
gothy way. I don't think it's a little goth. I don't know. Aliens. Yeah, a lot of aliens. Boobies. Monsters. Monsters. Boobies. I rarely like to paint men. So boobies. I, I do a lot of. <laughs> I love boobies. No, it's true. I like drawing, painting big old boobies. You don't like men. I no, I do like. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I don't like drawing men. <laughs> but so when I always draw men, like male characters, they're always monsters or aliens. Why is that? Their bodies just aren't as interesting. Like. It's not interesting to draw hard muscle. I like to draw like soft stomachs and big old flappy boobies. Yeah. And... Um, how old are you? And you lost virginity. None of my business. So I'm still asking. Oh, I have a good virginity story. Oh, tell me. Um, I lost it when I was. It was like two days before I was my 18th birthday, and it was in. It was like we were camping, and it was like my like one of my best friends from high school, and we just had just graduated, and so we just went for it. And um, 18, right before your 18th birthday, right before my okay. 18th birthday. And then we rolled off the sleeping bag and, you know, it was fine. It was actually, you know, it was good yeah. enough, okay. but <laughs> I mean, I didn't come or anything, cool. but that was, it was also, you know, who really does. On Did you bleed? Time. I don't know if I came either. Did no, you bleed I, I didn't because, oh, well, I had had a, um, I had had a little rabbit vibrator all through high school. Oh, you she kept did? me being a good girl. Oh, Wow. Yes, I didn't really date that much in high school. Yeah. Um, so then the next day, or two days later, I break out in this crazy rash, and it turned out to be poison ivy. Oh. So I lost my virginity patch of poison ivy. No. And it was it was honestly such an extreme case. I had to go to the doctor. They put me on steroids. My face, like, puffed up. <sighs> my eyes were swollen shut. Um, it was in my vagina and butt crack. It, it was, was. It was literally every. I actually still have like really Ooh. tiny little scars all over my body. Oh my god, they're really subtle. I don't know. I'm checking my body right now. You're telling me <laughs> <this> story. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like most people can't notice, but my skin used to be beautiful. Oh now my, it is normal. so beautiful. Oh my god. Oh wow. So and it was and I just like stayed inside for uh, a month and. Um, I actually stayed at my dad's apartment in New York City, which is a, a tiny little dark apartment, and he covered up the mirrors for me. He did. And he, like begged, about- he begged me. He was like, please let me take a picture of you. You look like a hideous movie monster. <gasps> You're going to be fine in a couple months or so, but like right now it is incredible. You look, and he was like, please let me take a picture. And I was like, no, no. Like, I'm too upset about this. And I look back it. and I'm like, Dad, I wish Fuck. you had just taken that picture because I would be using that as like my press photo for everything. Maybe not having that photo inspires your work because you're constantly trying to recreate what oh, you may look like. Yeah, yeah. no. A, a lot of the women have like weird tumors oh and my like God. growths. And so that was, that's why I kind of, I, which I didn't make that connection until about a year ago. I was like, yeah. oh, that's why I draw sexy ladies with giant disgusting skin stuff yeah i was like okay because my first real like sexual experience was Resulted. also associated with and, and i had like giant pus blisters you did do you love popping I mean, stuff s- no i didn't pop them because oh. that, that literally hurt it was yeah. it's honest it was the most like painful excruciating thing ever yeah Oh my god! I, uh, <laughs> what happened to the guy? Did he get it in his dick hole? <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. No, not I actually like so charming. We barely keep in touch. I mean, I have I have fond memories of him, but we don't really keep in touch. But I remember calling him Ugh. the next day, and he was like, "He's like, well, I got a little on my ankle." That's just it. Like, what an asshole! It's such, such a man thing to not I'm, like, suffer. Severely allergic to it. To sex or just to no to, to poison, poison ivy? ivy. <laughs> I got poison. <laughs> Me too. I mean, to sex. Uh, no, I got uh, I got poison sumac. 
uh, which oh, is like poison ivy, yeah, but it's yeah. like, it may as well just be poison ivy, but I yeah. remember getting a bad case of that. And I remember I probably deserved it because I was at my girlfriend's house in Laurel Canyon. I was born and raised in Los Angeles and we all climbed this tree and there was one girl named Drew and she was too scared to climb the tree. And we, we all got in the tree and we're like, we're like, just get in. Oh my God, you're too scared to climb the tree. Just come on, Drew. Oh God, you're really missing out. It's so much fun. And then we all <laughs> got poison sumac like oh. idiots. So like, and just Drew was just like, you know happy and not <laughs> suffering like all of us were um what was i gonna say oh what do your parents do is your, oh are my they mom artists? is an artist oh yeah. what kind of art she does like large uh she doesn't like when i say photorealistic because it's not photorealistic so let's say photorealistic <laughs> yeah but it's they're figurative is the term um what's paintings. her name what's her name? name's kayatana conrad kayatana conrad yeah okay and she, they're really big for a while she was just painting me a lot of paintings of me oh great um christopher lloyd owns a painting of me in a bikini what a fucking pervert no it's actually taste. it's That's actually cool. not a perverted painting I'm, at all it's yeah. one of her tamer ones but there are a couple and it looks like i'm because she well she really likes to paint water so she was painting she'd have me just like writhe around in a friend's swimming pool and she would just take photos yeah naked so um Mm, they were bikinis because I was like 15 at the time. Yeah. But I look like I'm coming in some of them, which is sort of funny because you're 15. Do? Oh my God. But, well, there's one where I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> coming out of the water. Well, now I know what you look like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you come. Um, what does your dad do? He was a magician. Oh, wow. For 20 years. And my parents actually owned like this like punk performance art nightclub in, uh, not Soho or somewhere, or in, somewhere in New York City. Um, for eight years and it was called the dive oh, wow. and like punk band there's actually someone has like a little mini website on it that's it's not very big but it just like covers of what it was yeah and <clears throat> my mom did all the set design and she like uh you know there's like a table coming out from the ceiling i mean it was really diy yeah still but and then my dad did his magic act and whole the his whole thing is that he uses props from like the 1920s so he's like the opposite of Chris Angel because all of us, he's like, he's like, I just like really stupid, beautiful magic tricks. Yeah. Like vaudevillian. Like no one's really tricked. But then he also does mind reading, which is actually very convincing. Can't, but he can't really mi- read minds, though. Well, he says he can't, but he has like this weird intelligence that sometimes I think he actually might be psychic, but he's yeah. so pragmatic that he would never admit it to himself. What's his name? Glenn Gazen, which is funny oh. because that's our actual last name, but... It sounds like a stage name for a mind reader. And was it your parents never married? No, they were married for 15 years. And, and they... then they got divorced when I was six. Oh, wow. Oh, my parents got divorced when I was six. Well, actually, they were never married. They split up when I was, when I was six. But uh, so then they both live in New York? Um, my dad lives in like New York, Connecticut. And then my mom lives in Santa Barbara now. And does she have a boyfriend now? Yeah, she does. She, do you like him? Yeah, I, I do. Actually, she, for a while, she had a similar issue with you where... With me? Always, no, not with you. <laughs> what did I do? My mom fucking hates you. <laughs> Thank God we're finally talking about well, it. Well, my mom had always dated artists and like, you know, artsy weird men like my dad. And and then she she her she has this longtime boyfriend. I think they've been together for eight or nine years. And his name is Steve and he's a surfer and he's just he loves her so much. Yeah. And he's he looks like Paul Newman. He's very handsome. Oh, wow. And they just like go hiking together every day and like go camping and surf together and um they met at yoga class and for a long time she was like, I don't know. He's not creative. And, um, 
you know, she went to Yale, so she's used to reading a lot. And he's like, he doesn't read. And okay, that's not what I'm going through with the guy I'm dating. I just okay, want to make well, that clear. Okay, he's I'm, he's he's creative and smart, oh, okay, and okay. he can read. <laughs> oh my god, he's like, wait, what? Alexi's no, really he can read. He just doesn't like to read, but. But so it took her a while and like she didn't even really call him her boyfriend for like the first four years. But now they're just like in love and probably going to be together forever. Oh, oh, you know what? I think I'm getting back to me. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, no, it's okay. Oh, my God. I'm just throwing all my therapist advice and my like my advice to myself out the window, uh, (laughs) going against my better judgment, uh, potentially ruining whatever it is I have with this guy uh, right now. But um, it's more that what's different for the for me is the quality of the relationship like he treats, okay. he treats me really nice but it's not moving super fast mm-hmm. uh i don't feel completely um does it feel kind of, does it feel unnaturally healthy it feels unnaturally healthy okay yeah it feels it's good it's moving slow which we both have talked about it's like moving slower than what we're both used to because uh and it feels like oh wait a minute i don't feel like he's not in love with me yet and it's not mm. moving it's not like mad passionate like certainty it's more like moving slow and we get along and we're spending time together and we're like and it's all good but to me that that makes me feel like wait a minute i should be with somebody wait a minute wait a minute see (laughs) if somebody should be like you know i'm just like i'm like what why am i doing this because i like him is why and i really like him and i want to see what happens um but it also makes me go like am i being lame because i shouldn't i just shouldn't i be with a person who's like i love you like immediately like because that's what I'm. That's what I'm used to. That's what I'm used to. Yeah, I'm used to that, and I feel like that exists, and that's how it should be. But my therapist says that is not so, and I think I'm so. Whatever, I'm trying it a new way, which yeah. is, uh, I think, will make me better and healthier. Well, I, I read this really informative, enlightening thing on Tumblr. Okay, of course, because wow, that's where the things are. That's now. where all the good information <laughs> is, and it was all about how love is not a feeling; love is a choice. Okay. And that for like, for love that lasts a really long time, you have to choose it. It's, you know, you can't be like, oh, like the spark isn't there with this person I've been with 10 years. Maybe I'll just go off and, you know, you have to choose and like work on it. Yeah. And that's what creates like a really strong bond. And yeah. Um, but then I guess I'm like, well, then why is he not choosing it day two or like, or like, or choosing? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Or that it's like, is that it's like you choose to be in love. Love doesn't overcome you which i mean is way less exciting way to look at it but it's kind of a practical yeah long-term look to to envision love well on a bigger scale weird scale of like self-help stuff i guess for me my challenge and it's good i'm learning it now with this person is to i'm learning to yeah i already said this before stop with the chaotic stories in my mind that aren't real that i tell myself Mm -hmm. uh stop trying to i have a real issue with control like, I like to ask somebody a lot of questions about their ex-girlfriends being like, oh, yeah, just tell me about your old relationships. Tell me all this stuff. Because I feel like I'm weird. I just want to know. I like asking questions about love and feelings and dating. But really what I'm doing is, like, trying to get as much data as possible. Mm-hmm. Data. I guess I'm using that word now. But, like, <laughs> so I can be like, oh, I get you. No, yeah. This is not going to work. No, it's true. And I, I mean, I don't when do dudes say, like, oh, yeah, just, like, the craziest bitch ex-girlfriend. Then a red flag. Yeah, totally. Well, actually, maybe that is a red flag, though. Or maybe she was crazy. I don't know. No, whether she was crazy or not crazy, either he, to me, when men say that, it's like, oh. He hates women. You know, like, he just couldn't communicate with her. 
or see but you have your own story i make my own story like i just went went, oh he hates women and you're like he's a bad communicator so we both could be a little combination of both but But then also if i actually do believe that she was crazy it's like well why didn't you notice it and why didn't you get out as soon as you saw it like why'd you tolerate it what's wrong with you oh exactly like i dated a guy uh this guy okay so (laughs) oh god (laughs) whatever he uh like if i hear a guy stays with a girl longer like and knew he wanted to get out but stayed longer yeah which happens which happens a lot yeah because men shut down or don't like communicating then it makes me not trust the guy because i go oh so you might have a problem with me not tell me and then stay with me when you don't want to yeah i don't like that i need communication i want clarity like i need you to be able to be strong enough to be like i'm not doing this anymore yeah so then i'm like okay well my mom always did say less history more mystery Oh my God, that's or great. like less his or less history is more mystery or something. I like that. So yeah, I do. I, I mean, I will like touch on it briefly. Just be like, oh, when was your last relationship? But I try not to give too much details of my stuff or get too much into his. Yeah, just because I don't know. That's a good point. Keeps things sexier somehow. Keeps things sexier, and each person, each relationship you have with a person is its own new thing. Yeah, like you can learn about yourself. Something could change. You could like go, oh man, I didn't even realize, and then morph into a, I don't know. Yeah. Yes, less history, more, more mystery. mystery. And like you can, <laughs> I mean, you can even just be like, oh, I had this relationship. He cheated on me. It wasn't a good thing. Um, but just you know, just like keep it moving. A brief skim. You yeah. don't need to like dwell and be like, oh, well, one time he did this, and then like, and. I, you know. And then I have a bad habit of talking about men who flirt with me or like men who I've dated or had things. And what that is, what that's really about is I'm insecure and I ha- I need to like tell the person that I've been desired by other people. So I'm like, so I'm, I do that a little bit too. So, yeah. So I'm really trying to be honest with myself and be yeah. like, what motivates this thing? Yeah. Um, last thing I'm going to say about what I'm trying to work on this week, what's, what cathartic thing is happening for me. Um. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I'm trying to learn how to just be vulnerable and find it and not think that that makes me instead of trying to control. I'm trying to just Mm -hmm. be vulnerable. I'm not good at that. Me neither. I like being in control. I like knowing the guy loves me more. Mm -hmm. I like all this stuff because I'm like because it's about winning. I like winning and I'm trying to evolve, which is why this man in my life now is it's such a beautiful opportunity for me. Oh, my God. Beautiful opportunity. (laughs) These words are coming out of my mouth. (laughs) I'm listening to so many self-help tapes. Oh, my God. I'm trying to learn. That, that that vulnerability is not weakness; it's strength, yeah. and that uh, you know, I don't know. So if I no. can just like trust the person and know that like I'm awesome, if it doesn't work out, it's okay. It's not meant to be. It's not meant to be, and that I don't I, it try, kind of control everything. It's just like I don't I don't know. I'm not saying all this right, but yeah, I'm just trying. No, to, I, yeah, no, I. I it's exhausting. See, doing the work. It's just so much better just to be like binge eating, picking at my face, hanging out with my cat and watching like my so-called life at home alone at home. <laughs> Not dating. Okay. This just in. Questions from your brother. And by the way, if you could date, this is not just you in general. If you could date your, your sibling and it was allowed, do you think a lot of people would? Not you per se, but like. Which, um, cause, cause it seems sometimes like I'm my brother and I actually will kind of joke make, about that. I bet you would. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, because one time uh, I did a photo of my brother. Yeah. Yeah. While you tell me the story. Um, well, we have this photo of him. Fucking me. No, <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, we like to kind of play like with that when we're messing with people, because we actually when I was living in Brooklyn, um, we found each other on Tinder. And so when it was like, yes or no, I swiped yes, because I thought it'd be hilarious. And he, and did, he did too. too. Yes. 
and and then he posted it on his Instagram because we both thought it was really funny, and he wrote like, "Our parents would be so proud." Yeah. And then and then all these comments were so creepy, and he's like, "How creepy were those comments?" And I was like, "Yeah, like I just thought it was just hilarious," and I knew that he would do it too because I knew that he would think that was funny. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so glad I asked you that. <laughs> so glad I was vulnerable and opened myself up to the mystery of asking you that question. Um, See, it was a strength. Yeah. <laughs> Made for a better podcast. Okay, but. but um, I have this picture. I guess we went to like some Jewish museum. My, that my Are you aunt, Jewish? We're half Jewish. I'm, oh, and your dad's side. Yeah. Me and my too. aunt's like really into being Jewish. So she took us to a Jewish museum. Um, and it, for some reason, there was like some kid section where it showed it told you about a Jewish wedding and you could dress up. So I, drew, I dressed up in the wedding dress. And so we have a picture of me. I think I'm 13 <laughs> and my brother's. Just holding me. And How much I'm older is he? Dress. He's a, he's six years older. Okay, so he must have been nineteen. And so I posted it, and I was like, um, and I was like trying to pretend like we had like a white stripes thing. Be like, I was a child bride. We were young and on meth. Yeah, but now we're still friends <laughs> because people often will be like, Oh, are you like married to Nick Gazin? If they both know of our work yeah. and they they hear my last name, because. In a lot of ways, I feel like I do know of more couples that are both artists than siblings that are both artists. Though, it, I mean, it happens, but um, people are always just like, so are you guys married or related? I kind of want you guys to be married. And so sometimes I'll just be like, we're married. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And then I'm like, just kidding. Ugh. So for a while, I was like trying to create some confusion. I wish I had a cool brother that I could have inappropriate jokes with <laughs> and potentially make out with when no one was looking. Whoa. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not saying you do that. And I'm not saying I would do that either. This is a joke. <laughs> Do you know a guy named Morgan Krantz? No, I don't think so. I'm like, this conversation just stops. But uh, no, uh, we were writing a thing about like being brother and sister. And then we find out at the end of the, the first episode, we find out like we're not blood related, really, that he was like adopted at a young age, like a neighbor kid that my our mom brought in. Mm-hmm. So then we go and we're like, you know, in late 20s and we're thinking, oh, my God, now that we know we're not blood related, like you're my person. Like now we can do this, you know? Wow. Anyway, so I'm that's just saying. Kind of, that's kind of like um, Royal Tenenbaums, except for they knew the whole time. Wait, they were not blood related the whole time? Yeah. Isn't there ones in Adopted? Oh, really? Yeah. And oh, so man, they I end up, Margot and um, Luke. Luke Wilson end yeah. up making out. God. Even though they were kind of raised as siblings, which is a little odd, but that's, yeah. yeah. So we would have been raised as siblings. I it think works. Yeah. I think there's a new show coming out like that. So we just dropped the whole idea, but it's not as cool because it involves like Adam Brody or something. Hmm. Not as uh, cool. Even okay. though he's handsome. <laughs> I'm trying to find my brother. Oh my god! I just he he used to be very good looking. Like he modeled for um, what he did Uniqlo. Oh my god! Like he was on a billboard. What? Which was more for his personality. Like he's he's a he's a he's pretty like a, looking. Uh, people often say like, oh, you guys. He just looks like you, but with a mustache. Oh my god! Let me see this. So we look very gem, similar. This beauty, but um, ah. Uh, but he he kind of has a little bit of a beer belly, and he's like he's like I don't care. Like the more the more successful I get, the more disgusting I can get, and I still get cool girls. Actually, he, he just sounds like an asshole. My brother's actually a really Whoa. sweet, sensitive guy. For a moment, I was falling in love with Nick Gazin. <laughs> right now, don't even want to see a photo. <laughs> Oh my god! But he's Wait. always just like, I don't care. Okay, Why does well, he have this, that accent? This is him. That's your brother in a wig. Who's the girl? He has a knife to her neck. He, <laughs> he has a lot of lady friends. That's, I think pretty sure she's just a friend. Oh my god! He's very good at having lady. He's one of those guys who can just be friends with women. So, oh, are there not a lot of those? Because I was asking. Somebody I feel like about that. there are not. There are not. You know I mean, what? there are some, but so 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 if the guy you're dating 
has a bunch of like female friends, mm. do you think that he wants to fuck all of them? Probably. Well, I had this issue with my ex. I'm turning. My, oh, this sorry. Over. Just okay. because it, it's okay. me. I have ADD. Okay, like yeah. Everybody. Um, where he kept in touch with all of his exes and had all these girlfriends, but they were all in love with him and he knew it. And yeah. he even admitted that it was like an insecurity thing. Oh, that's like me with my exes. I am insecure. God, um, I got to work on that. So he like just kept them in his life. And I, fe- I, f- I felt like I was, he was kind of using them. Yeah. For, to, ego. for validation and to be surrounded by these women who loved him. And so I know, I mean, I've known men who have had actual female friends and it was healthy and it was like, that's great. But, you have to kind of recognize what is the actual dynamic. Yeah, what because is the dynamic? <clears throat> I don't think he would have like done any sort of favors for them, but so basically he just kind of took from them, but then wouldn't actually. These are the ex girlfriends or just new friends? Because ex girlfriends, they've had sex. I'm talking about new friends where sex hasn't happened, but is there like that undercurrent of whatever? Both. Like oh. all the women in his circle of friends all had crushes on him. And yeah. then, I mean, he was a musician, so. Who? You don't uh, tell me. Is he tall? No. Okay. Yeah. Not interested. Yeah. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, man. Okay, so we saw a photo of your brother. Mm-hmm. You're not dating him. No. Good, because I'd be <laughs> sick. Um, but here are the questions from him. Oh, okay. Um, and we have to talk about LA Municipal Dance Squad, how that happened. LA City Municipal Dance Squad, how yeah. that happened. Um, but you playing drums for Daniel Johnson. Which, which is actually linked. That since, oh, that only happened because you guys performed at that Cinefamily show? Mm-hmm. So you just like ran up and so there's a show for everybody listening at Cine Family recently, uh, where who performed? It was it was Reggie Watts, Kyle Mooney, um, LA City Municipal Dance Squad uh, danced. Daniel Johnston played. I do I say John? I said Johnson yeah. by accident. I think it's Johnston. Johnston. Oh fuck! But Humiliated. I think you know, okay. You can't really hear the T that well. Okay, good. I said it right all the times. Um, and so, yeah, I played in his backing band. And so I saw the poster and I was like, what's the LA City Municipal Dance Squad? And then I looked on Instagram and I was like, oh my God, this dance squad was made for me. And then I saw that the the tryouts had been literally yesterday or like literally the day before I had found them. And I was like, no. And so I messaged Angela and was like, I was like, I, I wrote, my bod is made for this squad. Oh, like, my please, God. <laughs> please let me try out. And so she let me do a video tryout. <gasps> and then she let me in. Oh, my God. So wait, th- that show is already scheduled. And yeah. then you ended up performing in on that cool show. But you were already going to be playing drums with Daniel. I didn't dance with LA City Municipal Dance Squad uh, for that show. Yeah. Okay. So I actually she I got accepted to it before the show even happened. So then I met Angela for the first time at that show. At the show. But you were how did and, and how did you end up? uh Wait, where did you hear about the the dance squad though? Just it was from the flyer. And the flyer, and yeah. then how did you end up playing with Daniel? Um, well, we had played with it's. It, there's this uh, really cool like comedy music festival that Casey Rupp puts on. My friend Casey, <gasps> I love Casey. Yeah, Casey's great. Oh, I should have asked him to submit questions for you. Oh well, whatever. Um, <sighs> and he, uh, we had we had played. Sat, my band Sadwich had played the month before. And then so at Super Tight or the festival at Super Tight, okay, which is like his his little festival. Oh, you call it a festival? So Super I think Tight, he in calls that, it a festival. Wait, in, you mean the backyard thing that happens once a month on a Saturday? Yeah, and it, sometimes it happens at Cine Family. We're calling that a festival? I think he calls it a festival. Okay, well, I don't really this know is news to me. It's mostly like comedians, and then there's always like one musical act. Usually. Okay, so it's it's now a festival. I will never not call it that. Okay, keep going. So you <laughs> go on. Um, so he was he was like, well, I really want to see what happens when we give Daniel Johnson an all-girl backing band because oh, wow. he loves girls. He does? Oh, oh yeah, That's great. 
Um, so they like when we so we had um, had a rehearsal with him the night before that they actually filmed and also recorded in a recording studio. And they're like, Daniel, how do you you know have you ever had an all girl backing band? How do you feel about it? And he goes. This is freaking awesome! Oh, God. Like he sounded like he was like a five year old who just got like a toy, and he was like so excited. And he just like kept in the middle of the thing and be like, "Look at all these pretty ladies!" Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, so that's how that happened. And um, I think it actually the show ended up working out really well because I don't. There's like a cute moment where he was kind of getting flustered because he he has to read from lyrics. Because he doesn't remember his own lyrics. And so he was getting lost with the songs. And so Kate, our bass player, like had to help him. And there was like a sweet moment. He was like giggling. And then he, it was just, it was like a sweet, very touching little moment where she was like helping him out, figure out what page he's on. And And then you, didn't you do drawings with him too after? Yeah. Yeah. We got to hang out with him afterwards. Oh, wow. Because he really only wanted to hang out with girls. Oh my God. Where do you guys go hang out? Just at Cine Family? Or do you want to hang out just in the back of Cine Family? Yeah. I was there that night. Oh, really? Yeah, I was totally there oh. with the guy that I'm dating right now. Oh. Everybody loved him. He was a hit. People, oh. people thought he was my inappropriate manager. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? That is really funny. They were like, oh, my God, who's your handsome uh, inappropriate manager who clearly <laughs> wants to fuck you, but he represents you? And I'm like, what are you talking? Because these are people's stories yeah. in their brain. Yeah. People, people fill in the gaps with these stories. Like she can't be dating him. He's not weird or crazy enough looking. <laughs> totally. Yeah, he's too classically handsome. And she's too freaky, freaky cool. <laughs> Just kidding. Who? I got to go. All right. So you hung out in the backyard. Yeah. And then when did the drawings happen? We were just drawing. Just um, in the backyard like cool artsy people do? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of – he had like a little gallery area. So there was like a couch for him to sit on and we were drawing. And like it was funny because all these men kept trying to talk to him and he just was like not interested. Oh, I love that. Um, Because he was all crazy. There was a point where – we did a drawing together and he and I was like and he's like you get to keep it and I was like oh thank you and then he was like but you have to give me a kiss for it and I was like well, I let him kiss me on the cheek okay so he if gave me- anybody else no I know That'd exactly be sick and he'd be so creepy if yeah. he was Daniel Johnson but he has such a sweet innocence <clears throat> and then you know a little bit later he he whispered in my ear he goes let's go out back and kiss <laughs> And then what happened? You're like, I'm sorry, I'm dating my brother. And I, no, I just said, I just said, maybe later, Daniel. And he was like, okay, maybe later. And Aww. he was like, you should come out visit me in Texas. I have my own house. And I'm not supporting where this is going. Okay? No, I know. Yeah, we get it. He's very talented. We love him. But it's almost like a seven-year-old kind of being girl crazy. But if it was somebody else that you didn't respect, no, I know. you'd be like, get the fuck away from me. God. Yeah. And like for my friend, um, he also he did a drawing for my friend uh, Kate, who played bass in the band. She's in Sadwich. Yeah, she's in Sadwich. Okay. She's also my business partner. Oh wow! So a lot well, of... I hope that doesn't end badly. No, it's been she, going like, robs great. The band and no, <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm no, sorry. She, no, she's like. <laughs> No, it's okay. Oh my god! And then Kate's listening. She's like, "Oh my god!" Did Alexi just accuse me? But I was just joking. I was just making jokes. Just trying to keep it upbeat. Yeah. No, we Sorry. really function very well. No, that's in all great. These different aspects. My but, mom. My mom was in an '80s metal band, hair band. So that's like, amazing. I just like uh, female dynamics. And what bands. was it it's called? Fun. Precious Metal. Wow. It was fun. That's why I'm like girl bands. Yay! My brother's obsessed with girl. Like he calls himself a Geminist. A be- Geminist because he loves gem. gem. Yeah. And he literally has. I. I like. Uh, house sat for him once when he was going and I had to wa- watch his cat and he came back and he's like did you touch my gem dolls because some of them are missing and I can't find her accessories or something because he has like a collection of like eight gem dolls oh really displayed he loves gem I love gem too or actually we want to develop a 
cartoon show together that's like partially gem inspired. Yeah. But then also has a lot of other weird elements. You should completely do that. There's yeah. no reason you shouldn't do that. Yeah. You should have your own TV show on the Cartoon Network or wherever. On the Cartoon Network. <laughs> cartoon Network or is that is that not right? No, I, I like calling it the Cartoon Network. Oh, <laughs> oh you're, supposed to call it, you're just supposed to call it Cartoon Network? No, it is, to me, it's the, that's how much I respect it. Yeah. It's the Cartoon it Network. is. Actually, Cartoon Network is just from an animator standpoint. They like respect their artists. They have the best stuff. Better than Adult Swim? Oh, well, Adult Swim's on Cartoon Network. Well, it's yeah. It's a oh, separate it thing, but it is on Cartoon Network. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. But they just, they do everything right. So I'm a big fan. Yeah. So that is actually like, that's what m- me and my brother's goal would be to be on Cartoon Network. I think that goal is going to be realized also yeah. because, uh, you know, so the power of manifestation, putting your thoughts and feelings into the ether. Yeah. It's as good as done. Yeah. This is like the secret or something, which I did not really listen to. Um, these are the questions. For oh, your I got distracted. Oh yeah, you were talking about Cartoon Network, Daniel Johnston. Oh yeah. Oh oh oh. Back oh so York. um, so he, oh he did the same thing with to Kate where he was like, "You got to give me a kiss for this drawing," and she, and um, she punched him in the face. And I think she was like. I think he demanded it was on the lips or something. And so she, she actually kissed him on the lips. Like she gave him a good kiss. Um, but her boyfriend is there and <gasps> she was like, Mike, I hope you're not mad, but I kissed Daniel Johnson. He was like, I would have been mad if you didn't kiss him. Oh, good. Good boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I love Kate. This is great. Kate's great. Um, all right. These are the questions your brother submitted. So many things to talk to you about. Brother Nick Gazin, Vice Magazine art editor. Yes. He said, who are your favorite drummers? Wow, that's a real question. We got a bunch of questions from him, though. Because so I thought it. it would be like, why are you so dumb? Yeah, why don't... Because <laughs> we did an interview, and <gasps> part of it was that we switched out halfway through, and I bought him a brunette wig, and he pretended to be me all of a sudden. Yeah. And one of, the, one, of, one of the things was like, do you have any big regrets in life? And he was like, oh, I wish I was pretty. Oh. And then like he said stuff like, he's like, oh, I'm not actually talented. I steal everything from my brother. I mean, it's kind of, it was fine. It's kind of a joke. There are better questions. It's just like we're starting off tame. Wow. All okay. right. So who That's are your favorite? Really... Just like rapid fire here. Um. All right. This is going nowhere fast. Go answer the goddamn question. I, I, I don't actually like no drummers or artists. I like live in my own little bubble. So um, we can pass. You can say you. You're a drummer. Well, honestly, one of the things that inspired... This sounds passive-aggressive, but it's not really. But seeing Meg White drum was like, oh, I can do that. Not because she's bad, but she has a simple style of drumming. Yeah. And it was like... I mean, that's what like initially inspired me to to learn. I like played a little bit when I was like 12 and 13. Didn't do it for like 10 years and then picked it up again when I was like 22 or 23. That's oh, Aristotle plays drums. Oh, cool. I I... That's the only instrument I play. I play like four chords on a guitar, but I love playing drums. It makes oh, me so happy awesome. to play. Yeah. So my mom is a drum kit and I go over there and it's just like my mom still plays it's in bands. It's really fun. So I'll be her drummer sometimes. Yeah. It's That's like, so cute. It's like meditating, I feel like. I like to put my head down and just like, then you don't have to be there and you can like hide behind the drum kit. And it's so satisfying once you get it. Yeah. It's like, whew, and then you don't, have to, good. you don't have to worry about anything else. Like you're just tucked into that thing. Yeah. Um, any advice? Another question from brother Nick Gazin, Vice Magazine art editor. Any advice for learning how to drum? Um, oh, uh, focus on, cause I've had friends who are trying to learn and they were trying to do really hard beats right away and they weren't doing it on time. And my whole thing is just learn, like just doing the, like bam, 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 and maybe doing bam, 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 you know, just 
really just ingraining the easiest drum beats first just to get your rhythm because that's the most important thing because you can be a you, you you know you can do all these cool drum fills, but if you're not doing it on time and if the timing's weird, then it's not going to be good. But if you are a really simple drummer and your timing is just good, then you're doing a good job. Uh, this is my question, not Nick's question, but I, are you a good dancer? Yes. Oh, yeah, obviously. You're in the LA City Municipal Dance Squad. What am I doing? I can't believe it. <laughs> well, I, I think drums was easy for me because I grew up training to be a professional ballerina. Oh, I saw you on doing toe, like on your toes yeah. on your Instagram. Yeah. It's incredible. So what happened with being a ballerina? Well, it was that- just messing up my body. I did, you know, I was like a child dancer with like New York City Ballet. And it was really? just like, um, you know, it's just hard on your body. And also like it was at the point where all of my peers were quitting school just to like, you know, like age 15, just to like be in School of American Ballet and like be like, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to dedicate our lives and our bodies to. And I was already having like some knee problems. And I was like, I don't know if this is what I want to do as my profession. So and I kind of gave it up when I was 13, 14. Were you already drawing and making art? And I, w- I mean, I'd always been drawing, but it wasn't ever something I actually thought I was ever going to be a professional at. Yeah. Which I, I, I didn't think I'd be a professional until... I actually became one. Yeah. Did you just keep going because you kept getting validation from people you respect and they're like, keep doing this thing. I just kept enjoying it, but I never at any point occurred, like in high school, it never occurred to me that someone would ever pay me to do. You just love doing it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wait, how often does your band perform? Again, my question, not Nick's. Oh, um, we haven't. We've been actually, we've been playing some really good shows. Where? When? so, well, we played this really good show at Blindspot Projects and then we played it super tight. And then there's talks of um, doing a show with uh, Honus Honus Band, who's he's the he used to be the lead singer of Man Man, which is one of my favorite bands from high school ever. Oh, yeah. So when he, you know, he's mentioned that a couple times. So I just keep being like, oh my god, yes, please. Yeah. Would you want to tour? We've never toured. I don't know if we're touring, ladies, because um, the guitarist and singer Natalie toured with this band called Peach Kelly Pop for four months. And they went to Japan and all over. And she just said it was, she, I mean, it was a good experience, but it was really hard and draining. And yeah. I could never do a big tour. Um, back to Nick questions. Uh, okay. What do you think of Travis Barker? <laughs> I know. This is great. I can't wait because I've, I've been talking about Travis Barker lately with people. I don't know why his name is mean, coming up. I he's a good drummer. But he's like, go on. What do you think of him? I think that's all I think about him. He's cheesy, but I don't hate him. He's cheesy, but I don't hate him. I think that's all I feel about him. I was talking about Travis Barker with somebody I know, and there, and I went, yeah, but like, yeah, Travis. I don't know. They brought up Travis Barker, and mm-hmm. I said, uh, I was like, uh, yeah, but he's. I mean, you know, he's like, he's like cheesy. Like, cool people don't like him. He does have a weird sexiness to him. I would let me just say, okay, fuck yes, because yeah. so I was telling this guy like, oh, but cool people don't think Travis Barker is cool, and the guy was like. Well, I don't. I didn't get the memo. I, what do you mean? How come? And I couldn't explain it because it's just. A, it's like a cool factor thing. It's like yeah, Travis I mean, I think Barker is dorky, like David over Navarro. forty and has a mohawk. Yeah, so. it's like cheesy and dorky. Like, how can you not just know that instinctually? Like, but then yeah, I saw him at a restaurant. I saw him at like Crossroads, some fancy vegan restaurant in L.A. Here, and I saw him, and I was like, oh my god, I would totally fuck him. Like, yeah. I, I was like, if he looked, I like passed him in the ladies' He's room. He's allowed to be cheesy. Like, yeah. it's not like. <laughs> Like, it's like, you've, he's yeah. earned that right. It's oh. part of his career. I mean, he is sexy. I would totally sleep with Travis Barker. The joke's on me. Me trying to judge him, <laughs> tell some other person in my life, like, oh, you don't know that Travis Barker's dorky? Meanwhile, I'm like, you know, my 
on my bucket list is to be fucked by Travis Barker. All right, so we got your thoughts on Travis Barker. Do we really nail it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I uh, think my brother thinks he's probably really cheesy and probably put that in as a joke. But. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. We were warming up to the, uh, the funnier questions. Uh, do you regret your tattoos? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Let me see these tattoos. <clears throat> this one is actually a comic book tattoo, which is appropriate because we're in Meltdown. Yeah. Um, I actually regret this one. but well, Explain what these tattoos are to the listeners. Since okay. Oh, auditory. The one on my shoulder is um, Mr. Jones, which is like a smiley, char- smiley face, simple f- smiley face character, kind of. He's wearing a little hat. Um, and it's by it's from a Daniel Klaus graphic novel, like a velvet glove cast in iron. And um, I like it because it's like this like cute tattoo like um, when I simple too. like one time uh, a bunch of, in Brooklyn for some reason Hasidic Jews always loved it, <laughs> which they hate tattoos so I was always confused. Oh yeah, but um, I like it because it's like this happy cute little drawing, but it represents something really dark because it was the symbol that was carved into dead people's bodies, and then it was also the symbol that he kept seeing and was like took him on this journey where he's this dream like nightmare like journey um that really was actually casey gave me the idea for this tattoo oh really casey's such a dream boat i love that guy he's he's a good guy i had some short film thing and i made him be in it he played a pizza delivery guy that i try to have (laughs) sex with but then he tells me it's herpes the character in this zone so we don't we just have pizza and i didn't know he acted ever he doesn't he doesn't i forced him to oh okay and he doesn't have herpes that was his character yeah go on okay so he he encouraged you i mean yeah he's like i found the perfect tattoo for you and then he and i was like wow you yeah you're right just those tattoos um well i initially i initially was like i'm never gonna get tattoos because i I wanted to be like the only person who wasn't and then i got this i was really depressed in new york in november this november yeah what happened no, I just got stuck in New York and I like missed my friends and was like staying in my apartment all day and was just like a little I'm I'm great now. I'm so happy to be back in LA. It was just kind of like getting cold and you know, I hadn't really created my roots there. So I I also I always kind of go a little crazy December. You do? In December, yeah. Why? Well, usually my business goes wild, so I'm like working crazy hours. But then also, I don't know, there's something about it. I just always want to die in December. You do? Have you I'm, ever tried to commit suicide? No, no. I'm okay. never going to do that. Okay. But, but there'll be times where I was like just walking. I'd be like, I wouldn't care if a car hit me right now. You know what? I think that's a good place to be, actually, because I always feel like when I'm like suicidal or like so low, I'm like, I could just like it doesn't even matter who cares. Like, yeah. I feel like that's like a black so you can turn that into like a place of power where it's like, well, if I don't give a yeah. fuck, I don't have to worry about what that person thinks of me or what that weird facial expression meant. Well, or actually, like, when I was walking around in Brooklyn, I'm gonna eat this pizza. If I was walking around at night, I'd be like, if someone tried to mug me, I'd be like, yeah, go shoot me, fucking take, yeah, do it, do it. I'll go. I don't go. Yeah, you, you're not gonna. You can't scare me. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah, I got this, and it was a tattoo artist that I really liked and admired, and. Um, she was just kind of really Cat Bundy. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but this artist was just kind of not very nice to me, and I was trying to relate to her. And I brought her presents, and and I wanted to like add like a crown on her and make her more of like an alien pinup. And she just was like, "No, that's dumb," or something. Oh my god! And I remember just like getting that tattoo and wanting to cry because I was like, "Because you're putting a fucking permanent thing on your body, and the lady is deciding." Yeah, even you're telling her. What I you mean, want. I like it. I mean, I look at it and I'm like, I don't care. Nothing matters in life anyway, so you can't... We're all just going to die. And it's not like I have, like, something really embarrassing. Like, I, I, you know, it's a pinup tattoo that's cute, so I like it still, but... Would you marry a guy with neck tattoos? 
Potentially, yeah, depending on what they were. Yeah. If I it was to, a good neck tattoo, yeah. Yeah, I used to be like, you, you can date a guy with a neck tattoo, but you can't marry that guy. And now I'm like, who the hell do I think I think but I am? He has to have like a good excuse. If he's a, if he has a neck tattoo and he's a barista, no. If he has a neck tattoo and he's a director, he can he can have face tattoos. That's how I feel. Yeah. And drives a Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrate that neck like, tattoo. Like you have to earn that face <laughs> neck tattoo. He's living his life. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, do you feel, do you get depressed? And we'll get back to your brother's questions also. Um, do you like emotionally spiral? And because I feel like most creative people, the the need to create is like a way to work through uh, yeah. depression or emotional like huge ups and downs. Yeah. Which is why it is weird to date someone who can't relate to that in mm-hmm. general. Not the person I'm dating. Relax. It's not all about you if you're listening. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Take a fucking breath, dude. Um, <laughs> you're great. Um do you emotionally spiral and how do you get out of it and get it's not that i emotionally spiral it's more that i emotionally like numb where i'll just realize i've been super apathetic what's great for dealing with that is mushrooms oh i was gonna ask you that this is amazing i discovered my brother does the same thing should i do mushrooms yes how come tell me and all the other listeners okay so the first time i really did mushrooms was by myself in my room do you have a kitty I did at the time. Okay, because I have a kitty, so I'm saying if I do it by myself, kitty can be there. Yeah. Kitty was just there Useless. sometimes, but mostly ignoring me. Okay. Um, so I took, I took a bunch of mushrooms. It ended up being a little more than I needed, but I still liked it. So I was just orig- – I started out feeling I was drawing, listening to Justin Bieber's Baby. That song came on. I started, like, bawling hysterically, which I don't cry really You don't? Much. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, you're so tough. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of, like – I want to be like that. I'm so emotional. You're not so emotional? Mm, not very often. God damn it. Yeah. All right, keep going. So I started bawling and I just felt like I was like mourning uh, a past relationship that I had never actually mourned. And I had just like pushed it and been like, okay, now I'm moving on. Because um, I've only had one real one. And you loved him? Was- I, yeah, probably ish. Do you date women ever? Uh, no. I'm. Uh, I always say I'm a third gay. You're a third gay. Because I think about them a lot. You think about girls? Yeah. When I'm masturbating. Do you really? Yeah. I never Almost d- most of the time. Really? Which is weird that I don't date women. You got to date women. You got to have your half boyfriend be a girl. Your other half boyfriend be a girl. Oh my God. Well, don't look yeah. at me like that and dressing me with your eyes. <laughs> Just kidding. You're not. I like turn into like a, you know, whatever, a cartoon, like it's pork hard. chop. It's hard for, for some reason for me to be turned on by women. I have to objectify them sexually. That's what and I do with women. It's hard for me to, when I'm actually, I'm just like, oh, I, I want to be your friend. I want to like, it's like a control you thing. and like be That's... your friend and like be your bud. And so, so sometimes when I start becoming friends with a woman, I'll just be like, is this like a flirty thing? Like, are we going to date? And then I just end up like kind of loving them. And then they end up being kind of like a sister. And yeah. it's like, oh no, I see her more as a sister now because I, it's been so intimate. So I, I don't know how to yeah, mentally like go about dating a woman. I also like, I like penetration. I do like that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, where are we going with this? So <laughs> moodiness. You have no feelings is what you just said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was just like started bawling and then but then but it felt great. It felt so like such a release. And then I um, luckily none of my roommates. This was like during Christmas 
break. And so none of my roommates were home. So I turned on the shower. I think I had the shower on for three hours. I was blasting music. One, I just got naked and I was painting words all over my body, which was so cliche. Did you take photos? I did. Good. Okay, good. You're not going to make that same mistake you do with the poison exactly. oak. Exactly. Yeah. You'll be damned. And I was just like running around and dancing. And then there's this great feeling. Mushrooms has the best come down, I think, because you just feel like relaxed. You feel like you've achieved something. You feel like almost exhausted, but in a really beautiful way. It's such a good feeling. Yeah. Oh, my God. Highly recommend. Oh, God. I get it, mushrooms. I, I feel like I need mushrooms sometimes to feel like I'm awake. Because I'll be like looking at my life and I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't really realize that I was really depressed. I just thought I was apathetic, but I've been living my life like a real depressed person. Oh, okay. So like it makes me realize that. Yeah. Like, oh, I only shower once every two weeks. That's not normal, I think. Because you're just like asleep at the wheel sometimes and you shake yourself up with mushrooms. I go through ups, little ups and downs. and I'm in an up right now. You're in an up right now? Yeah, I I have been since I moved back to L.A. But you don't do cocaine or speed or... No. And acid is different from mushrooms for you? I did acid once and I liked it, but I don't know. It seems like a little bit too intense for the body as opposed to mushrooms maybe more natural. I'm just a mushrooms girl. I got to try mushrooms. I do molly occasionally if it's like someone's birthday. God. Okay. Maybe I'm inspired. You're inspiring me to do mushrooms. All right. Uh, okay. Which bands do you hate most is one of your brother's questions. Oh, I can't answer this one, honestly. Nick, she can't answer this one, honestly. Okay. Back off. Um, but she's going to try. He knows. My brother knows which band I don't You know, like. Nick. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a band that the songs are about me. And so if they're ever on, I'm like, change it. Oh my god! On the radio, uh, not or like KPCC not recently. Okay, is but it, there was one time where I was like driving with a friend. I was like, "What? Why does this song sound so familiar?" And they're like, "Penelope." And I was like, "Oh shit! Yes. Okay. Off." Oh god! And then whisper, write it down. There was uh, no don't recently. I was like watching TV at my mom's house, and I was like, it was a T-Mobile commercial came on, and I was like, "Why does this song sound so familiar?" And I was like, "Oh, this is a song that was written about." Uh, seeing me for the first time after we had broken up. Oh, I love this. And I was just like, God. And then it was this fucking T-Mobile commercial was playing everywhere and I couldn't. Just like, fucking T-Mobile. Well, at least they're making some money, that band. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Was that the person that you were madly in love with? Uh, I was never madly in love with him, but I loved him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, God. Do you have an arch nemesis? That's not from your brother. That's from my friend. Um, I don't think so. Um, no, I kind of think like hating people is a really big waste of energy. I definitely have people I'm not a big fan of and that I tolerate. That you have to, but I like to keep things like smile and there's no point in like indulging crap. But yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, so you're in a a movie called Girl Band, right? It was a short. A short. It's actually, but originally it was a TV pilot. What? So they're still pitching it as a as okay. a TV show. Who? What is? Tell me all about this. Who directed it? Where did it come from? So they is it based I, on Sadwitch? No. Okay. Um. So I I just got an email one day and they're like, Hey, we found you on Instagram, and we want you to try out for this lead part for this TV show that we're developing. And it was these three young girl directors just graduated from USC. Who are these girls? Um. Carrie, Fur, Kaylin Lowry, and Olivia Mitchell. Keep going. Um, and Olivia Mitchell's sort of funny because she's like a YouTube, like she she's like one of those people who like does a Taylor Swift cover in front of the, oh to teach somebody on, how to play on YouTube. No, just as a cover, and then it has like 
10 million views or something. I heard that men jerk off to stuff like that. Like, they don't watch porn. They watch, like, cute wow. girls playing guitar. Like, hey, everybody, um, here's, like, this Taylor Swift song. And it's like, like you know what I mean? And, I've like, never heard that. That's, like, some kind of, like, fetish thing. That's what I heard. So, uh, yeah. And they were like... <laughs> Keep going. So they were just like, "Have you ever acted?" And I was like, "No." And they're like, "Well, do you want to read for this part?" And I said, "Okay." And then, but then I was like, "I was like, how can I?" I've literally never even been in a school play. I was like, "How can I compete with?" And they were in LA, and I was in New York at the time. How can I compete with all these women who actually know how to act? And so they followed up, and they're like, "We really want you to read for this, by the way." And so I did, and then I got it, and I guess I beat out. The girl, maybe the, I shouldn't say this, but Just I say her name, I Meryl guess, Streep. I beat Just out Meryl it. Streep. No, I beat out the girl who's in the movie Boyhood, which I never saw that Boyhood. movie. Boyhood. Oh, Richard Linklater's daughter? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, she has a nice life. I probably shouldn't say that. She's That's doing fine. Rude of me oh, say. whatever. But I was just really confused, especially I that I was like, all right, okay. But, um, so yeah, and I acted in it. What's, and what's, what happens in that thing? It's not based on Sadwitch. No, it's, it's, it's about a girl band. It's, uh, it, it's got a lot of like Haim inspirations because the the main characters mm-hmm. are supposed to be sisters, which is me and um, Sadira, this actress, who's really cool. But we look nothing alike because she's like five feet and blonde, and it's just, it's really funny that we're supposed to play sisters. But it works. Our dynamic, we have good chemistry. So what happens? The this short really is just like the prelude to the pilot. So it's just us leaving our hometown. I actually. Don't get out of the car the entire series, I realize. I'm just sitting in the seat. The that whole sounds time. cozy and comfortable. I yeah, would love I'm to be on a television there. show where I just sit in a car. Yeah. <laughs> sit in a car. Um and, <laughs> and so it's more the it's more the prelude. Uh I, I don't like watching it because I don't think I do a very good job. They the directors like my performance and Great. They, they say I'm funny. Where can I where can I see this? I think it's gonna be it premiered at Tribeca I think it's gonna be on I'm assuming it's gonna be on Vimeo at some point I mean I don't really know I just wanna watch it honestly it's so I'm, difficult I'm not gonna post <sighs> you're not gonna post it you're not gonna support no I mean the, I post the articles about it because it, it got a lot of attention well I wanna see it so post it so I can know where to find it when it's available okay when there's a link in yeah. the, I'm sorry did you hear about that Chloe 70 short film Kitty no well you just did so okay, okay. So, <laughs> so she did a short film I have just been like reading about it, like or just like seeing all these like cool things on Instagram, whatever. I thought, I thought, oh my, and it's like her debut, like directorial debut, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I just found out it's a short film, and uh, like she, and then they're like, did you write it? She's like, kind of. I copied a story, basically, like onto a thing. It was, mm-hmm. a, it was a pre-existing story, and then she kind of like turned it into a little thing. But uh, did you see it? No, I really do want to see it. Maybe it's wonderful, but, yeah. I, but I, if it's I just, well done, I'll give her. I'll give her the credit. If it's well done, yeah, I can't wait. We'll get her. We'll try to get her in here and talk about it. But I, but I was like, I was so excited. I thought it was like a, a feature film, but then because uh, there's so much hype on it, mm-hmm. there's no real point to any of that. I'm just trying to. Was did it premiere at Rebecca? Uh, can. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's um, not cans. I've been saying Kansas. Kansas. It's Kansas. Kansas is. It's can con. Listen, I don't. I think it's con. Okay. Let's just be like fancy and say con. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ten years from. Do you want to get married and have kids? Do ever do you think? I do actually. Do you ever go to Chateau Marmont and have glamorous martinis and like I don't smoke? Know that is Chateau Marmont. It's a fancy hotel with a lot of Hollywood uh, history. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, John Belushi died there, right? Okay, Aristotle does so not glamorous. Know. So glamorous. But I mean, lots of, <laughs> lots of intense uh, bad things happen and exciting, uh, crazy things, uh, Hollywood things uh, happen at the Chateau Marmont. It's just like, it looks like a castle and it's in sun, sun, on the sun. I've on probably the, passed by it and someone's yeah. pointed it Look, out to Google me. it. I just want to, you know, you might be into it. I don't know. What do you want 10 years from now? Do you think it'll 
And do you ever want to get married and have kids? I do, actually. Um, With the guy you're dating now or like you're going to kick him to the curb? No, I don't Why am I know. saying these things? No, no, no. It's totally fine. I mean, he's like the only person that I actually am like, wow, I uh, – <laughs> we were having sex in Griffith Park last week. Oh, that's exciting. And he was doing me from behind. In a car or outside, outside. by a tree? By a tree? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and in the middle of sex from doing me behind, he's like, he's like, I want to get married to you and I want to – um, plant you a garden that's specifically just from eating you out in, and I want to plant really soft moss for you to lay down in. Oh and my I was just God, like, "That sounds oh great! Like, this is so romantic." That is, romance. and he like doesn't really remember actually saying that because I I was like, "Do you remember saying that?" And he's like, "He's like, yeah, that's something I would say, but I don't, he didn't really remember." Was he on drugs or drunk? No, or anything? totally sober. Oh my God! I know it's funny the things men will say when you've got them in a sexual position or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I've had two different guys at different times uh, say when I'm giving a blowjob, they're like. They're like, you've got me. You are in complete control. Or like, or like, you have me. Or just something. And I'm like, I'm like, shh. <laughs> the, funniest, <laughs> the funniest thing a guy ever said to me during sex, which was um, not this current guy, um, but I was doing reverse cowgirl. I, my brother cannot listen to this. Yeah, he let's tell him not really to listen. Let's me. tell the guy I'm dating and your brother. <sighs> okay. well, actually, I'm dating your brother. So <laughs> one fell swoop. Yeah, keep going. So I was doing reverse cowgirl. And what is that move, by the way? It's basically I'm on top. But just facing his feet. Yeah, so he sees my butt. He sees your butt. Is yes. that a fun one? I'm going to try that tonight. Um, it's I can't do it for more than a couple of minutes because it's real workout for your thighs. Okay, keep going. And so he goes, he goes, your butthole is so tiny. How do you even poop out of that thing? <laughs> How do you? The world wants to know. We're waiting with bated breath. But he was like, he said it and he was like really like into it. <laughs> so I was just like, and I literally stopped and I was like, did you just hear what you just said? I feel like I used to have a perfect asshole, and then I had anal sex one time, and I feel like it it made See, it that's less my perfect. Secret. I've never done anal. I didn't want to. Oh. I was raped. Is what I'm saying. I'm oh. just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I tried it to be loving and open, and I think it ruined my bum hole, like just only slightly. Okay. So you're lucky. Keep keep that. Yeah. Keep that shit tight. Virgin be hole. Yeah. Very cool. Not even a finger. No. Not even a finger? No, I don't really want What kind of artist are you, Penelope? It's Gazin? an exit, not an entrance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so square. I don't think I like being on top. I don't really love it either. It's more just for like show and fun, but I can only come. Wow. Oh my God. You gosh. don't have to my answer. Brother does, oh. <laughs> it's like four hours in the podcast is when it really loosens Oof. up. <laughs> I can only come with in, in missionary, which is very boring, but. You Me know. too. Straight, oh, well. straight legs. Yeah. Or straight or legs no, open on top. Legs. Oh, I need straight legs if I'm on the bottom. Straight legs if I'm on top, but sometimes that hurts a man. Mm. Uh, straight legs if I'm if, I, if he's going down on me, but I'm on top, like holding onto a thing. Mm-hmm. I think you've all heard enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then also sometimes I get a little bit shy. I don't want to touch myself while somebody's fucking me because I think it might be rude or hurt their feelings. But I've that- never had an urge to do that. Really, really, it's like too much. Why it's too much? It's too much like, stimulation or like yeah, rude. It's, or rude. It just no. It feels like too much is too much happening. Feeling. And I just like whew. I like one or the other. Well, oh um, <laughs> okay. This has nothing to do with any of that. Thank God, I'm gonna move us out of this fucking wormhole we've created for ourselves. <laughs> oh wait, so you, but you direct, you you direct stuff too, right? Because I didn't I watch like a music video you directed called Master Baby. Oh yeah, but Still I sex related Master Baby. Yeah, what was this? I, I literally directed this music video with my friend in two hours. 
entirely on our phone and then edit it in iMovie. So I rarely count that. But it's like, but, but that doesn't matter. We can still call you director. Sure. Yeah. Artist. Yeah. All this stuff. Um, is Master Baby the name of the song yeah. or the name of, okay. The song. If I decide to start a band officially, because mm-hmm. I, I start bands in my head fictitiously and then like fantasize about having a band. Could I call it Master Baby, or is that yeah. your intellectual property? No, you can you can totally use it. I that is a really good band name. I it's never a good band name. Thought to, hmm. but I think if I were brave enough to actually start a band, I should just call it Alexi. I might see. I've been. I have like half of an album for my next solo thing done, and I think I'm gonna call it Master Baby. What? Because that song is. But I that's really the name of my song. band. Oh shit! What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you, wait, Indian Giver is not politically correct, right? Yeah, it's that's not. rude. Why? Native American Giver. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially the best podcast ever that none of our friends, relatives, or whatever, or significant others should listen to. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Oh, these are just things I want to ask you. Oh, um, oh god. Oh geez, we got to wrap this up real soon. I could wait, probably what? do this for five hours. But you want to? What do you shouldn't. need? Oh, the brothers' questions are done. You don't have an arch nemesis. Oh yeah, we asked all all the brothers. I guess they weren't that that shocking. I know. I would have expected way weirder from him. Really, he's the one who made me want to made me ask you if you want to date him. No, <laughs> just, no, just kidding. Just kidding. That was from my brain. Um. Okay. What? Oh. 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 Uh. Oh man. Oh jeez. Oh, I already asked you if you feel it's weird, hard to be friends with just friends with men. Wait. I can be, but it's some some get angry if you don't want to date them. Some are great. I have some actually amazing male friends who I adore because they probably love you secretly and you don't like them, right? That it or that that may be the case, yeah. And it may be something that they don't let get in the way, and we can still have a normal, great friendship. Yeah. And I, you know, and yes. I don't think they ever want anything. Doggy, There's a doggy. Oh, that's a cute doggy. Doggy just walked past the studio. Sorry, that was my doggy voice. Oh, oh this is the question I was going to say. This is what's unfortunate to me sometimes. Like I am. Um, so regardless whether or not I'm dating someone, who cares? Uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I really respect him, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to like talk to him about life and feelings and whatever. And work, creative stuff. The doggy is running past the studio once again. So distracting. He has a leash on, but nobody is manning the <laughs> leash, which is hilarious. Um, the thing that I was bummed out about was uh, it made me think, fuck, if I were a guy talking to this guy, we could have a conversation about anything and everything. And there would, but because I'm a girl, there is this air of, oh, you're not going to fuck me. You're kind of useless to me. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be talking about, not that I wanted to talk about TED Talks, but I'm just going to like, I wanted to be talking about like creative stuff and interesting things like that if I were a man I could talk about yeah. with him. And that just yeah. like kind of irritated me. Yeah. No, that's – I mean there's there's a truth to that. Like if you talk to another artist, because you're a girl, he's going to – if you talk to Daniel – sorry, we won't use him. But, you know, yes, the, the kissing on the cheek, that's sweet, that's innocent, whatever. Let's say you're talking to like a, an, an older artist that you respect. Maybe you put him on a pedestal or whatever. And uh, and you want to talk about my stomach just growled really loud. I, I wonder. Hurt. I wonder. I'm starving. <laughs> I had one piece of Ezekiel bread today. Ezekiel raisin, cinnamon raisin bread. <laughs> trying to get them as a sponsor on the show. <laughs> um, anyway, well, we said it all. No, okay. Um, <laughs> but if you wanted to talk to an artist that you really respect, who's older and a guy who probably has a crush on you, I mean, that would be frustrating probably if you wanted to have sex and you can just be normal with him. I mean, if if I if if it something became clear where I was like, oh, they are interested in me in more than a friend. But I do have, um, you know, I talked to Gary Panter and just like a very fatherly it's type all good. thing. Yeah. yeah. 
even I went out to dinner with a guy who's older than me and it was like a fatherly kind of thing. And I don't think he wants to fuck me. I really do think it was just like he's an only a lonely older guy and he's and we had dinner. But then other people were like, hey, saw you went out to dinner with so and so. Are you guys sleeping together? I got like weird judgment from other people because I'm a girl who's younger than him. Mm-hmm. And that irritated me. Mm. Just things are just, you know, irritating me. I'm working through a lot of things about being a woman right now. I don't know what yeah. that means. Um, what else is there to ask you? What's next for you? What are we excited about? Where can we find you? Okay. Um, well, my website, witchsy.com, W-I-T-C-H-S-Y, is going to launch soon. And that's something that I've built with Kate and we've been working on for the past year. It's been a nightmare. We had a third partner who's a programmer who, speaking of having friends who, we were friends, then he got a crush on me, went fucking psycho. He admitted that he went psycho and was like, okay, I can't be your partner anymore. I'm really sorry. Like, I've turned into a monster. And then he, like, wanted to come back on. We're like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And then he tried to delete our entire website, everything we'd worked for. Oh, my God. And, like, literally was, like, actively trying. Like, we were already building this website with... Like, no business experience, fully self-funded, two 26-year-old girls um, taking on this, like, really big task. And then on top of it, we have someone actively trying to fuck and, like, ruin it. Yeah. But we've dealt with it. Like, we're so close. Everything. There were a couple of times where I almost gave up. And Oh, my God. So when can we look forward to this launching? It's, it's available now. No, it's, 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 you can follow us on shopwitchsy.com. Or no, 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 sorry. Oh, Jesus. At shopwitchsy on Instagram. Okay, but we're not, the site isn't live yet. Um, we're we're going to be live in about two weeks, we think. But if we want to know what's going on in your life, Instagram at Penelope Gazin. Yes, yes, Penelope G A Z I N I N. All right, yep. Twitter at Penelope Gazin. Yep. Um, do you think we reincarnate? Are you religious or spiritual or anything? Um, in some ways, mushrooms will make you feel a little bit. Like we reincarnate? dippy Yeah. I have a little bit of that in me. I, I'm, I'm not really sure how much. I, I would like to think I, I'm reincarnated. Yeah. Like, what's the whole point of all this stuff? I don't really believe in anything tangible or or feel like there's something I know for certain. Yeah. I, just, I do feel like anything's possible. Anything's possible. And with that, I mean, is there anything else you want to say to the people who love you and admire you or just learned about you and are like, oh, my God, this Penelope Gazing girl. Amazing. Oh, I don't know. Um, when you just said to the people who love you, I was just going to say, fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. But, Stay away um, from me. Um, uh, I'm not good at like good and good closing words. You just leave the party and don't say goodbye? Yeah, I always do that. I'm a sneaker, sneaky girl. Let's do that. Let's get out of it like that. Thank you for talking to me. Yeah, thank you for talk- wanting to talk to me. Of course. Thank you, Aristotle, for bringing us together. Yeah. Good job. Bye, guys. You're, so, you're very quiet. Very quiet. <laughs> Strong, silent type. Anyway, well, thank you for talking to me, Penelope Gazin. Thank you. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 